So here at the Williston Basin Petroleum Conference, and I had the opportunity to talk with three very intelligent individuals standing over here at the Insight Environmental Booth, and they've got a really cool gadget. It's a drone. Looks like there's a bigger camera on there. There's another one pointed straight down. There's all kinds of fun blades on there, and it's it, it's a pretty heavy-duty piece of equipment is what it looks like. So I thought maybe I'd uh, get the 411 on what this gadget's about. Uh, so what you've got in front of you right now, this is one of our prosumer drones. It's an industrial drone that we use primarily in our energy sector, so oil and gas work. Um, so the reason that we like this particular platform is that it gives us the ability to fly in the conditions that are presented where we work most, which is the upper Midwest, Alaska, Washington, uh, because we can fly this in, in about 35 miles per hour wind, snow, rain, it'll stay up in the air and we can still get our job done. What Insight does on our drone side is we augment the services that we already offer our clients, which is leak detection repair, OGI, environmental consulting. So. I like to describe Insight as an inspection company who happens to have a drone division versus a drone company that happens to do inspections. So we started our drone division in 2015 when uh, the UAV world kind of exploded and everyone was trying to play catch up. Um, so we do uh, airborne OGI work, uh, volumetric analysis, pre-purchase assessments, agricultural work volumetric analysis so we're kind of a swiss army knife just because we've got so many different clients with so many needs and these drones are able to accommodate for all of those different needs yeah so i describe a drone as a very stable platform that you can put sensors on so whatever data you need to collect so the data that we're collecting with these particular sensors is imagery right but you can also put a gas sniffing sensor on there uh, to be able to take samples in the air. And we've done that, especially when our clients are taking tanks in and out of service, right? They want to know if there's any volatile organic compounds that are escaping outside of that tank. So we fly a five gas meter around that uh, and then actually use one of the cameras to look at the five gas meter to give us that real-time information back. Wow, that sounds pretty advanced, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that was based off of a, a need from a client. My favorite question that I get from a client is, can you do this? So they come to us with their problems. They want us to think outside of the box, and we use the, these tools to solve that problem. You know, one of the things that we've started to incorporate in the last year is 3D printing. Right? Because you have all these different sensors that you want to put on drones, but that sensor might not have been made for that drone. Well, now, how can you custom fit it onto it? So, you know, on oil and gas facilities, companies are using all the time five gas meters, which is a pretty heavy piece of equipment, but they get some very valuable information. Well, how can you put it on a drone? Well, so we three build uh, 3D print harnesses for it to be able to carry that very safely, very effectively. We put it on a much larger drone that can carry it and can hover for up to 40 minutes. And that's how we tackle that issue. Well, I thought it was, okay. So first of all, one thing that popped into my head, especially around North Dakota, is when you're talking about being able to detect gas or gas leaks, um, I, I know that I had asked about H2S. Mm -hmm. And so would you like to explain how, the different kinds of gases and how it's able to, I mean, how is it is it based on an energetic frequency, kind of like the cameras, or how does that work? Oh, so, uh, you know, a five gas meter isn't, that much different than that four gas meter that an individual happens to put on their person when they're working in the field. So it's all it's doing is taking an active air sample. 
One of the neatest projects that we've done when you talk about H2S levels here in North Dakota is we did a project a couple years ago where a lot of the well sites had very high H2S levels to the point where uh, the the technicians had to go onto the site in, in full hazmat, right, in a team of two. So what we did, instead of going to those individual sites individually with a team of two people, we flew multiple sites with an OGI camera to do the initial inspection on the site, on that wellhead. So we could fly probably five sites in about an hour to get that cursory inspection to figure out if it's even a site that the technicians need to go on. So we negated the sites that they didn't have to go to and only sent them to the sites that they had repairs on. So something as simple as being able to measure or uh, or be able to see or tech, you know, realize that there's gas in the air is potentially life-saving because H2S is kind of kind of deadly from it's, what I understand. Yeah. By the time you smell it, you're dead because well, <laughs> you, it doesn't. Well, and if yeah. you understand that your site has high H2S levels and we can provide information that says yes, you need to go onto this site to repair a leak, or no, you can skip this site because it doesn't have a leak. That removes uh, so many sites that people don't have to get completely suited up for and put themselves in that potential situation. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing about You're this welcome. technology. Did you, you had an interview with Jason Spies at the Crude Life, yes? That was actually Talon, our oh, director of operations. Oh. He spoke to Jason. Very nice. So anyone listening that would then need to go and check out that interview then as well. So there should be a lot of good information from Insight Environmental. There will be. Monica didn't get included. Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that was Jonathan Morrison for, with Insight Environmental.